So even though it's not something that was common in my generation, I do try to change with the times. So I'm going to add a warning at the beginning of this episode of my Magical Cottagecore Life. In this episode, I will be dealing with the topics of death and grieving. So if that's not something you would like to explore at this time, well, this is not the episode to listen to today. And I always try to make sure I keep my friends in a place of care and compassion. And we're friends, right? So that's why I wanted to take this time to warn you of the content. Okay, let's get started. everyone, this is Kenya Koviak and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today we're going to do a different kind of episode. It's going to be a really long one, so you want to gather up your book of stuff because we're going to talk about lilacs today. And <clears throat> this is based on one of the articles I've written in the past. The article is called Groovy Green Craft Practitioner Series Common Lilac or a syringia. So I hope that you'll enjoy it. It's a little bit different of a format, but I think you'll like it. Okay. And I also want to put out this disclaimer. Always use caution when identifying plants. Use your field guides and learn your Latin names. When in doubt, find an expert. No article in this series is intended to give medical or any other advice in the healing arts other than that of a lay person. And that's what I wrote in that article at the beginning. And that's how I feel. Never go out there and just guess at what it is you're about to use. Always try to find out the Latin name and always try to identify it properly. Okay? Okay, so we're going to talk about lilac and you've probably seen them. They are a very, very pale shade of orchid or purple, like super, super light, almost light, light enough to be white. And some of them are almost white. And that's my cat because every time I start, Fluffy the Destroyer has to start meowing. And you can find them usually one of the first plants in the middle of spring. You'll you'll like them. They are very hardy. And to me... This particular plant means a lot because I associate it with the death of my grandmother. She had actually um, passed away back in 2017. And there's something, there's a reason that it's associated with it. And I'll, I'll tell you that near the end. But when she passed away in 2017, she was 100 years old. That means she was born in 1917. That tells you that we have old bones. Um, So I did this article kind of in memory of her when I wrote it. So I want to share some of the things that uh, are about lilac that might be universal. And one of the things is that lilac is a memorial kind of shrub. It is something that you have seen probably if you've driven through farmland in places that have been forgotten or abandoned you'll see lilac bushes 
And that used to indicate that a child had passed away there. That's why you see that lilac bush. So that's something to remember. And it is very much a memorial plant. And for us, in our funeral procession, we wore purple and jewel tones to remember my grandmother because we always called her our our queen. Uh, her name was Glenn, it was Earlene Horner. Now, the lilac is identifiable by a cluster of blossoms, okay? They're really pretty. They have four petals on each one of them, uh, although some of them have five. And finding lilacs with five petal blossoms are kind of like finding four-leaf clovers. Uh, there's some traditions in Ukraine and Russia about that, and it's supposed to be really, really lucky. But again, the most common one is going to be the four-leaf or the four-petal flower, and they're usually going to be that very light purple. Although now you will see some that look fuchsia, some look dark purple, some are almost reddish purple. They're out there, and you can find them, but they're a beautiful flower, but they don't last a long time. One of the things I really like about lilacs is because you can make things out of them that are so light that they are tasty, but not so light that they overpower other things. One of those things is lilac sugar. And the way you do that is you layer the lilac and the sugar in a, a dish or a bowl, um, more sugar to lilac, obviously. And the, the sugar it take on, will take on the, uh, the flavor of the lilacs, but leave it make sure you bruise the flowers first the petals first and then put them in take the green part of the flower off put the lilac petals in on top of a layer of sugar put more sugar more lilacs more sugar keep going until you completely fill it up okay and then put it in a dark area and let it sit for a while and you can use that sugar on cookies on cucumber sandwiches on grapes on all kinds of tasty things or even in tea and it's really fun uh, I like making lilac butter. You can smush the lilac into butter and serve it on scones. And I do enjoy that. And for those of us who know people from across the pond, if you're in Europe or in the United Kingdom, I know you say scones, but we say scones here. So, hey, I'm Amer American. So that's how it goes. Okay. Another thing you can do is make a really nice syrup and the syrup goes into soda water or in just plain uh, cold water and it's almost like an, like you would do with lemonade but you do it with the syrup. And you do that by making a simple syrup on the stove with putting the lilac flowers in there. And as usual, take the green parts off and then it's really good. You bottle it up, put it in the refrigerator and it'll last for a little while. Probably not long though, because you're probably going to drink it right away. I also make herbal honeys. So they don't dry very well. I always put fresh lilacs into pure honey that hasn't been uh, heated or anything. And I let it take on the qualities of the lilac and then I strain it out. And it's an unusual taste. You can add it to tea, you can do other things with it. But it, it, it has a little bit of sweetness, but just a tiny bit of. Uh, of of a little sorrow in it you can kind of taste it it's kind of like forlorn that you know that this 
the spring is passing you by the beginning of summer is going to be gone soon too so you can also make a lilac wash to wash your hands and for those of you who are kind of into the spooky lilacs uh don't usually you don't bring them in if you're worried about ghosts but some people use them to get rid of ghosts so it kind of goes one way or the other depending on how you were raised so i'm going to share the story about why lilacs and me and my grandma are all associated together for me so when the funeral happened the service for my grandmother one of the things that had happened the week before she passed away is my daughter Bretta and I had actually made lilac honey and we always make lilac honey or mint honey or orange mint honey or something sweet for my grandmother and my grandmother was very fastidious very much um, I don't want to say a neat freak but she was all about no germs so when my daughter would make honey for her it's the only thing you would ever see her put her finger directly in and, and taste it because my daughter made it it was her great-granddaughter so that made her happy so we were making a lilac honey for her and she passed away so what wound up happening and she used to call my uh, my daughter her dolly dimples because apparently back in the 20s and 30s there was a baby doll called dolly dimples so she, of course she would eat the um the honey given to her by her little dolly dimple and my grandma really loved honey too uh she actually at one point in her life used to have a little honey pot where she was growing up and she would keep it in her kitchen and this was when she was a child and she had a pet raccoon like a tamed raccoon and it would come in and stick its hand in the honey pot and eat honey she used to feed it honey from her own little personal honey pot for the raccoon and I just thought that was the funniest thing I had ever heard and I cherish those stories because I was raised in foster care by kin in a kinship program so I didn't get to see her very often until after I was an adult so I try to cherish those stories You can also make a massage oil into an infusion uh, oil and that can be used with lilac. So lilac infusion oil for rheumatism would be something that I was actually working on for my grandmother before she passed away. So what we did was at the funeral service, uh, at the second viewing before we were getting ready to close the casket, my daughter and I slipped up there and we said goodbye to my grandma and she put in the silver coins because I had uh, pure silver coins so we gave her the silver coins for the boatman and you know that's that's us and I put in a small glass jar of the lilac honey for her so that her afterlife would be sweet so that's why I associate lilacs with my grandmother now for those of you who are interested in other parts of the lilac other than the flowers you can also use the lilac leaves again always consult someone who knows how to do this thing or read up on it so that you know what you're doing and lilac leaves are good for fever treatment uh, for children and other diseases but I want to caution you I am NOT a doctor I am NOT giving you medical advice these are home remedies please 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 talk to a health professional before you put anything in your mouth but and you know haven't checked on it always check to find out you're not allergic and that it's safe and seek out training because there are people who are naturopaths and herbalists 
who can train you. And not all lilac is good for you to eat. So definitely uh, get with someone who knows what they're doing. This is not the time to play. Let's play a game. Okay. And let's talk about maybe um, the folklore because Pan uh, was apparently chasing a, a nymph. And um, and the name of that nymph was Syringa, which is why when you look up the name of or the uh, lilac, the common lilac, you'll see its name Syringia. I mean, Syringa vulgaris. And that's why. So just in case you were wondering, because um, it's, it's named after this story. So Pan was chasing the nymph and she decided, you know what? I, I don't want to deal with you, sir. Good day, sir. And she turned herself into the lilac. So that's where we get that from. But the thing is, he was so sad. I mean, he was really sad. And all that happened was he was looking. He was like, wow, like friend zoned eternal. And he was holding a bunch of reeds. And those reeds, when he was sighing, um, merged with the wind and the reeds. And it made music. And that's where we get panpipes or syrens. So there you go. And guess what? Lilac wood is the wood traditionally used to make panpipes. Yeah, now you know something new. Now you know something that you can bring up at the next tea party. Isn't that great? And you can even uh, have lilac cookies with lilac sugar and lilac tea. Well, not necessarily lilac tea, but lilacs floating in the tea would be nice. Even lilacs around the candle. Go to town, you know? Uh, another thing about lilac is that the scent for aromatherapy is used to treat depression. And again, you know, we're looking at mourning, sadness, funerals, remembrances, and now we know that it treats depression. So that's really good. And those allegories, those stories, they help us remember the uses of different flowers and plants and trees. So now we have that. So some people use it for protection and banishment, especially when having to deal with ghosts. But again, some people also believe that bringing it in the house is unlucky. So it really comes down to you. Uh, I know that there are people who plant it specifically to keep away ghosts or energetic invasions. So there you go. Personally, me, I just probably take the flowers and whatnot and make them into a wreath and put them on the door. You know, I'm not going that far to plant a shrub unless I want it long term. And currently I'm renting. So I have planted a small one outside, but I don't think I'd plant more. I think that's the only one. I'm going to leave it as a gift to the next people who live here. Okay. And lastly, because my grandma loved dolls, and I mean, she had a doll for almost every person, and there were hundreds of her descendants at her funeral, we overflowed that big church, and still everyone was not there. Um, I'm going to share with you something you can do, and that is to make a lilac doll. And if you uh, are inspired to maybe remember her, her name was Erlene, so maybe make a little Erlene doll. Um, what I recommend is gathering up two pillowcases full of the lilac flowers, boil the blooms until they reduce in half, and then what you're going to do is use that liquid, probably with a little vinegar, a little salt, to dye 
a pillowcase, a white pillowcase, usually cotton. It's going to be really pretty. It's not the color you think it will be. And then what you're going to do is um, make an oil from some more flowers. Like leave some petals that you didn't put into this water and make an oil out of it too. So you'll have it to the side. Because then that'll take about two weeks to steep for the oil to be infused with the scent. But that's okay. Uh, because you're going to do something with the pillowcase and the oil later. Now, you can do it in a double boiler, but I, I just leave it in the bottle. It's fine. And, and okay, so and dry some more blooms till they're brittle. So you see you've got all of these lilacs, right? Why? That's why you had to get two pillowcases full. And I recommend drying them in paper bags so that they don't fade. And the moisture gets kind of sticky, so it'll, it'll suck up the moisture. Now get your sewing kit out, right? And get yourself a simple doll pattern. Simple doll. Front and back. Just cut it into like a regular old doll. And you're going to stitch it together, but leave the top open. Now you're going to stuff the doll with the flowers you've dried in the brown paper bags. Okay? Just stuff them full. And that's going to scent. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take a little bit of the oil, and you're going to put a little bit of the oil in there. And if you want to be a kind of a squishy, floppy doll, you could actually put in some um, some flaxseed if you want it. A little flaxseed will give it some weight, or you can stuff it with just the flour and maybe some cotton or something, or corn husks. Um, it's up to you. Personally, if you're going to use this doll to stay warm, if you're going to make it a heating doll, you could also put in a tiny bit of flax and rice and heat it in the microwave for about a minute or two and use it to warm your heart when you're sad. Okay? And of course, you're going to stitch it up. And you can make a dress and a bonnet for it out of more of the pillowcase if you want it. And you can give it to a child or keep it for yourself. And it's really good protection against unwanted dreams. If you want to give a boost to that, put a little mugwort in there too. And a tiny bit, just the tiniest, tiniest bit of basil if you really want to um, make it just for dream purposes. Okay? Fill it full of good energy. You know, make it your own. And um, my cat is meowing, but you can hear in the background. And, you know, love on it. Love on her. Make her happy. Um, another thing is, is that there, you know, I guess lastly, is that if you want to have a whole mood and have like a lilac party, you could probably play uh, the remake of that song, Lilac Wine. And Miley Cyrus does a great version of it. So I'd highly recommend it. I really do love that song. I would play it for you, but I'm not willing to uh, pay the royalties. So, but yeah, it's a wonderful thing. You can find it on YouTube. So I have dedicated this episode to the memory and life of my grandmother, Earlene Bentley North Horner, 1917 to 2017. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have received blessings uh, from it in your life as to things that you may not have known about lilac before and I thank you for joining me on this long episode of my magical cottage core life uh, you can find me online on Facebook to my magical cottage core life as well where I will be uploading this episode and thank you so much for listening I'll see you next time um, I love sharing things with my friends and we're friends right right okay so uh, again, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.